You are listening to the Blissed Out Boss Show with me, Nicole Requina, the founder of Club Fetch Philly, a private doggy daycare in Philadelphia, and the creator of the Blissed Out Boss membership. We'll be chatting about the ups and downs of running a business, how community is so important, share real life experiences of what I've learned along the way to help propel you forward. You're not alone. The show starts now. Hello, and welcome back to the show. How are you guys? How are you feeling? So we've been in Colorado for a month now, and we truly love being outdoors, walking to town, getting together with friends at the dog park. Uh, We've also been house hunting while we're out here. Our goal is to spend like five months out of the year here and rent it out the other months while we're in Philadelphia. It's been difficult because we are so particular about what we want. We actually found a house that we loved, uh, but it's just where the house is set, like literally about 100 to 150 feet about like where we are now in the mountains. So it's just like this steep, steep walk and drive. So it's just like a very difficult 20 minute walk up mountain at 10,000 feet above sea level. So not so leisurely of a walk to town, um, which is a top priority for us. So we're keeping our options open, but we hope this means we're getting close to our dream mountain home. I'll be keeping all of you posted for sure. We've also seen lots of moose and fox starting to come out more as it's warming up, uh, which has been lots of fun. I, I couldn't believe this, Greg was in town the other night picking up pizza to bring home and he saw three moose, a whole moose family walking in town, which was literally like two blocks from our house. I just think that's just like bananas and so fun to live in a place that respects wildlife so much. I mean, I couldn't imagine like a bear in the middle of Philadelphia. It Like no one would get any work done, but apparently having a whole moose family walk down Main Street in Breckenridge, Colorado. That's normal. (laughs) So let's chat about generational money mindset, generational success, and generational suffering. Sounds juicy. Sounds like a lot. So let's break it down. There are lots of things we get from our families. Eye color, hair texture. We even pick up on their body language and might even sound like them at times. I mean, I know when I get off the phone with my mom, like I definitely pick up that like North Jersey, New York accent. So same goes for how we think about money, what success looks like, and what we need to do in order to be successful. Each one of my great-grandparents and grandparents all came from different countries. Could you imagine being forced to leave your home country out of like pure survival, to have the courage to pack up your life and move to another country because there's more opportunity and safety? I can't. Like, I can't imagine that. I was born and raised in America. I am privileged in that sense alone compared to being born in any other country. Being born in America offers more opportunities and advantages, which, by the way, is exactly what my ancestors wanted. They sacrificed for future generations. Now, this is not to make anyone feel guilty 
because generational guilt is very real. Whether you have guilt of running your family's business, following in the footsteps of all of the doctors or lawyers in your family, going to a specific college, marrying into a specific religion, there is tradition and there is generational guilt. I am honored to have come from people who are strong enough to get out of a desperate and flat out scary situation, who built their lives from nothing. So when you're feeling down and out, like life just keeps handing you shit sandwiches, think of where you come from, the strength that has been passed down to you from what I would consider the most inspirational people in my life. So you're thinking, what does this trip down memory lane have to do with money and success? Everything, my friends everything. Generational suffering is a real thing. When our ancestors first came to America, they couldn't ask themselves, what job brings me passion? They would laugh in our face if they haven't already. They would take anything that paid and there was no complaining. This is why there is such a disconnect in your family not understanding why you want to step off track of what they built for you. They believe to be successful, you have to suffer. Now, this doesn't mean it won't be hard work. Hard work is the key to success, but suffering is different than hard work. Our ancestors took jobs that would help elevate their status, like getting a doctorate degree, their master's. Education was a big factor in enhancing and creating opportunities except education has completely changed today. Education doesn't just mean a degree anymore. It means online courses. You can go online and learn how to literally do anything. You wanna learn how to skateboard? You got it. You wanna learn about crypto? You got it. People are making money as creators from their couch. I mean, imagine being your great-grandparents and explaining that's what the future would look like. There is a disconnect between what you want to do with your life and your family understanding you. My advice, they don't have to. And you should let go of them ever understanding you. Wow, right? How relieved would you feel? I did that. My parents and my grandfather have absolutely no idea what I do on a day-to-day basis And that me not working at Club Fetch, our doggy daycare, can actually bring in money. To be 100% honest, all your family wants is for you to succeed. Which to them, I'm translating here, is for you to be safe and happy. Safe for them can also mean misery for you. So don't let external noise or generational guilt detour you from what you really want to do. So... What about money mindset? The same rules apply. You grew up watching and listening to your parents. If you grow up in a big family, I'm the oldest of four, with two brothers that used to eat everything. You probably heard the same conversation about food and running to the grocery store and how much things cost. It's safe to say your great-grandparents or your grandparents fought in a war and your parents grew up watching and listening to those conversations around necessities like food, shelter, gas, and if they had a car. So you can see where I'm going with this. Even though you live a completely different life from your ancestors from World War I and World War II, your money mindset might actually be the same. You don't pay for that online course in the thing you really want to pursue because your parents helped 
pay for your education at a well-known university, that's generational guilt and money mindset. You don't get that coffee on your way to work because you think that $4, $5, whatever it is, is going to be saved towards whatever. You don't need to suffer to become successful. This doesn't mean spend all your money on something that isn't meaningful, like gambling in Vegas, but we have the privilege now, now more than ever, to ask ourselves, what does success mean to me? What work will bring me joy? I also want you to keep in mind that all of your formal education, your past experiences, and knowledge can be used in absolutely anything you decide to do. So stop letting generational guilt get to you. Honor your ancestors and let go of putting pressure on people to understand you when all they want to do is love and support you. A great exercise to do around generational mindset is to write down parent one, parent two, if you have multiple parents, if you want to also include your grandparents, anyone who's helped raise you, and ask yourself a few questions about each individual person. And here are some questions to ask for each guardian, parent, anyone who's really influenced you. Question number one, how did parent one, how did so-and-so feel about money growing up as you were growing up? Number two, what was their attitude around money? Number three, how did they speak about money? Number four, was their relationship with money positive or negative? Do that with each parent, guardian, loved one that helped raise you. Then ask yourself the same questions and see where there's overlap. This exercise changed my life because it sheds light on what thoughts and habits aren't yours. And those are things that can't be unknown and you can change them when they start to pop up in your daily life. Like, Oh, that's parent number one's issue with money, not mine. My view is such and such, fill in the blank. Let's make sure you're taking control over your own viewpoints on money. So I know this was a juicy one today, but I hope it was helpful and you took something from it. If you're struggling with money blocks and resistance around building wealth, uh, around being a creator, As this podcast airs, there are two one-on-one coaching spots available for my three-month program. These topics are just like a small amount of what I've, I've worked through, have created tools to continue to work through, and help my current clients with. Some clients I help guide out of the corporate world into a job that they love, or they're looking to scale their current business. So if you're looking to enhance your money mindset, please DM me or email me with a link in the show notes to learn more. Uh, Like I said, there are only two spots available. I adore each and every one of you. Please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, have a wonderful day, everyone. Mm -hmm.